Here's what I know for sure. If you have a job, you can own a home. Let me say it one more time. If you have a job, you can own a home. Okay. If credit is your issue, we can, there are workarounds. CEO, want to change your life? Come see me, yo. What's happening, y'all? It's your girl, Constance Carter. This is the Fly Nubian Queen, the channel for melanated people just like you, you and you. And we are often here, always here to give you some good news and give you some information that can change your life. And as always, I'm going to always try to give you something that you could use um, to help you in your life because it's all about building generational wealth. How do you do that? Well, we're going to talk about it tonight. Guess what? I'm going to be doing a series called Broke to Woke. From Broke to Woke. And I'm going to really dig deep in helping you to um, really uh, look at how to build your credit so that you can use it as leverage to build your wealth. Because in order to build your wealth, you have to use OPM. What's OPM, y'all? Does anybody know what OPM is? Other people's money. Let me tell you something. Wealthy people, people who got a whole lot of money, they are not using their own cash to build their wealth. They are using OPM, other people's money. We're going to talk about that in the Broke to Woke series. So as I'm speaking, if you want to be a part of this series, if you really want to change your life and create the wealth and the legacy that you want for your kids, go to ConstanceCarter.com slash events, ConstanceCarter.com slash events, and uh, sign up for the Broke to Woke series. This is my gift to you. Because as Dr. Boyce is, I am too, I'm all about helping you to build generational wealth because it's B1. We know that there have been things that have been put in our place, put in our way that have prevented us. Homeownership amongst African-Americans is at about 43% and a 75% for our white counterparts. Why? Because we weren't afforded things like generational wealth. We weren't afforded things like having the opportunity uh, to purchase homes because we had redlining, we had um, predatory lending, all these things that were through in our way that have been thrown in our way uh, to prevent us to be able to have a level playing field. But guess what? The information is out there and I am the Pie Piper. I'm here to help give you the information and along with a lot of other great uh, people that are out there giving the information as well. But I want to give it to you in my own way. Um, and, and I only base it upon the things that I know for sure that work and the things that I do myself. I came up, I didn't have the greatest credit. I filed bankruptcy uh, in 2010. I had a 379 credit score, so I know all about it. I've lost homes. I foreclosed on homes. I short sold homes. I've had to re- I've, I've had my cars repossessed. I've been homeless before, and so I've gone from all that from bro- being broke and broken mentally to now owning the largest African American owned real estate firm in California, owning uh, uh, being an investor in cannabis, being an investor in several real estate properties in different places in the country to having a co-working space an event center right here in California and owning commercial building, being a cannabis investor as well. So, um, but I've been there. And so I'm going to give you the tips and the things that I know how to do the things that I've done because I just want to help you. So go ahead and share this out with your friends because listen, the way that we change our communities is not, we don't keep it to ourselves. We share with other people. So I don't not only want you to share with um, the people that, you know, your friends share with your auntie them, your grandmama them, but just put it on your page just for other people to, so that they can they can watch this information as well. Because what I'm going to give you today is going to help change your life. All right. So if you want to dig deeper, I'm doing a broke to woke series. Go to ConstanceCarter.com slash events. This is my gift to you. All right. So you have joined me. Because you want to know, you might have challenged credit. We don't want to say bad credit, right? 
You may have challenge credit, but you've wanted to get into the real estate game. And it's possible. It is absolutely possible. There are programs out there that can help people with challenge credit. Now, make sure that you um, uh, that you, you like and subscribe the fly new, to the Fly Nubian Queen um, channel. Uh, subscribe to the Fly Nubian Queen YouTube and Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter YouTube channel as well. Well, let's talk about um, how to get into real estate. Even if you have bad credit, there are programs out there that can get you into real estate. When I first got my license, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted, I got, I got into real estate because I just wanted to help people. And um, I was 23 when I bought my first house and um, I did not have the best credit. Um, you know, it was, it was okay. But back then they was giving, you know, if you, if you had a post, they was giving people loans, you, they was putting you in some effed up loans, but they were giving people loans. And, um, so I knew that there were people that, um, that were like me that may have not had the best credit, but, um, they had maybe some income, they have a job. Now here's what I know for sure. If you have a job, you can own a home. Let me say it one more time. If you have a job, you can own a home. Okay. If credit is your issue, we can, there are workarounds. So there are programs. I don't know what your credit score is, but you can get an FHA loan with three and a half percent down with as low as a 580 credit score. Anybody have a 580 credit score? See, a lot of people think you need a 700 credit score. Some people think you need a 620. You can actually get an FHA loan with a 500 credit score. I haven't seen anything under 500, but you can get an FHA loan with, with as low as a 500 credit score. Absolutely. There are programs. We actually do them in-house at Catalyst Real Estate where we help people with low credit scores get into homes. But here's the thing about that. And this is what I want. This is what I want to impart on you. Why try to get in something? Because when you when you're when you have lower credit, you're going to have to more times than not, you're going to have to come in with more money. And the interest rates are going to uh, be a lot higher. So people oftentimes are going to pay more money. You're going to have to put more money down. They're going to, you're, you're going to suffer in the interest rates and you're going to pay more overall for that home with bad credit. Not knowing there are really simple things that you can do to increase your credit score. And so when people come to us with a 580 credit score, oh, I love it. Because I say, you know what, let's wait about two months, three months, and I'm going to get you to at least a 620, probably a 640. It's not hard to do. I, Golden said that how long do you need to be at your job to qualify for a home loan? Two years. And there's a myth that you have to be in the same job for two years. No, you don't. You just have to be gainfully employed for two years. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to be in the same in industry. I've had a client, it's an Indian uh, client. She worked at a gas station. Then she worked in a warehouse. And then she worked, um, she had an administrative assistant job. All within a two-year period. And that was completely fine because there was no lapse in uh, the time that she was employed because they look at it and they see, you know, people are progressing or whatever. And of course she's gone up in, in, in income uh, with each job. So you don't have to be in the same industry. And that's a myth that a lot of people have is that you have to be in the same industry, but you do have to be employed for two years. And if you weren't employed for two years then you have to have some sort of, um, uh, uh, schooling. So my daughter just was able to, to get a home and she just graduated from college. Well, she was in school for four years. So that counted towards her ability to, uh, to purchase a home. So what I tell people is rather than get into a house with a 580 credit score, a 520 credit score or a 500 credit score, where you're going to put more money down, where you're going to pay more in interest, where you're going to end up paying more, 
why don't we do these simple steps to get your credit up instead of uh, getting into a worse situation with bad credit? So let's talk about the things that we can do in order to get your credit up. Okay. So a lot of times um, we have um, the issues with credit are um, collections and slow pays, right? So we know 35% of your credit pie, there's a credit pie and 35% of that credit pie is based upon um, your payment history. And I'm going to pull up a credit, a credit chart right now. I'm going to show you what that looks like. And this, once you get this credit chart down, this is the, the most important thing. And this is the way that you can really determine what your credit or how to get your credit approved. When I discovered the credit pie, y'all, when I saw the credit pie, it was a game changer for me because then I knew how I was able to correct my credit. Y'all, I promise you. So let me show you how your credit score is calculated. Y'all see this pie right here? You guys see this? So 35% of your credit score is your payment history. How are you paying your debt? That's this right here. So if you've paid your debt slow, if you've um, had, you know, if you have late payments, 30 days, 60 day, 90 day late payments, 35% of your credit pie is calculated in that way. 30% 30 of your credit pie is amounts owed. That is on revolving credit. So 30% of your credit pie is revolving credit. What is a revolving credit? Does anybody know what revolving credit is? Does anybody know what revolving credit is? What is revolving credit? Revolving credit. I know somebody knows. Your revolving credit is your credit card payments. So if you have 30, if 30% of your credit, credit uh, score equals your credit card payments, and the amounts owed on your credit cards, oh my God, that is the quickest way you could increase your credit score. But it's also the quickest way that you could decrease your credit score. A lot of times when you've had bad payment history, there's nothing that you can really do about that. But if you if you can reduce the balance on your credit cards, you could increase your credit score relatively quickly. So one of the quickest things, one of the things I do, and if you don't know anything about me, I, I have a best selling book about credit called keeping score, what you need to know to make your credit score grow. Best-selling book, check the reviews. I'm a credit, I'm a certified credit expert. So I know all about credit. So you're revolving debt. So one of the quick, quickest ways that you can get your credit score up is just simply paying down your revolving debt or your credit cards. Well, say you don't have the money to pay down your revolving debts. Say you're at the limit and that's draining your credit score. Well, what you can do is you can ask for a, a credit limit increase. So if you ask for a credit limit increase from your credit card companies, now you've just reduced your utilization. So for example, if you owe, if you, if your limit was a thousand dollars and now you owe a thousand dollars and you don't have any money to pay it to 30%, which is $300, then, um, you ask your, your credit card company to increase, you say to 2000 or 2,500. Now you've just reduced your utilization. 30% of your credit score is your revolving debt. Easiest way. So if you can go and get all of your credit cards and you can pay them down, you can potentially increase your credit score 50, 60 points sometimes. Seriously. 15% is your length of credit history. 
Now, when I see people who have the 7, 8, 800, 850 credit scores, those are the people who have had the, their credit cards or their credit for the longest period of time. One of the things I tell people is never, ever, 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 ever close a credit card. Don't ever close your credit card. That is the worst thing that you can do. That's one of the worst things that you can do. You know why? Because you just reduced your credit limit. Now, I told you I filed bankruptcy back in 2010, 2009, 2010. And one of the things I did is I had to start, you know, when I when I went ahead and, and uh, reestablished my credit, I got these uh, these uh, secure credit cards. And there's one credit card that I got that I absolutely hate. It is an applied bank. I went to a, a bank called Applied Bank. I hate that card. I hate it, hate it, hate it. You know why? Because sometimes when I would go to the store, sometimes it would work. Sometimes it wouldn't. It used to get on my nerves. It was $200 limit. And I hated that card, but guess what? And they charge me $10 a month to keep it open, but I keep it open. I've had it for over 10 years. You know why I keep it open? Because it gives me that history because 15% of my credit score is based on my history. And the longer my history is, the better my credit will be. Now, if I was to close it, it reduces my history and therefore would reduce my credit. So keep those old credit cards. Okay. That credit pie is extremely important. Uh, 10%, let me go back to the credit pie. 10% of your credit score is new credit. So you having, you know, new credit, you adding new credit to your credit. Again, when you add new, and then another 10% is their types of credit. So you want to have a good, healthy balance of different types of credit. But let me just tell you this, your, uh, your revolving debt, is the single most important debt that you could have on there. More important than uh, an installment debt. Does anybody know what an installment debt is? Anybody? Installment debt would be perhaps uh, a car payment, a mortgage payment, a student loan. A car payment, a mortgage payment, or a student loan. Did you know that little bitty credit card payment weighs heavier than a car payment? Did you know that little bitty car payment weighs heavier on your credit score than a student loan? And oftentimes, oftentimes, that little bitty credit card payment can weigh more on your credit score than a mortgage payment? Absolutely. That is why it is so muy importante that you not only you have a credit card, but you keep your credit cards in good standing. I had a lady that um, came to me one time. She had her credit profile was beautiful. I love looking at credit. Like I just credit is my thing. I love looking at credit, and I, like I, I can really admire people's credit profiles. Like, oh, this is a beautiful credit profile. You know, nice lengthy credit, really healthy, no collections. But then when I looked down at her credit card history, she had these little bitty credit cards. They were like two hundred dollar credit cards, twenty five dollar payments. She got paid $80,000 a year and she had all these late payments on her credit card, $25. And so I went, I called her, I was like, hey, why do you have all these late payments on these little ass credit cards? What is going on? She told me, I didn't know, I, I didn't realize that I was paying them late. I was just out here living my best life. I didn't realize that they needed to, be, you know, I wasn't tripping. So her paying these slow it caused her credit score from potentially, because I have a simulator that could tell you what her potential score would have been. 
potentially high sevens. And guess where she was? High fours. This lady lost 300 points because her credit cards were paid late and they were maxed out. So she's not only over the limit or at the limit and over the limits on some of them, but she was paying slow. So she was just getting killed. 30% is credit card balances, right? 35% is payment history. So she jacked up. So that's 65% of her credit score jacked up in these little bitty credit cards, which were the differentiator. That's how important the credit cards are. So if you don't have a credit card, get a credit card. Use it. Don't abuse it. Get a credit card. Pay, get some gas. Pay it down. Pay it off. And guess what? Sometimes when you pay it off, it actually decreases your credit score. It does. It all depends on the breadth of your credit. So for me, a lot of my credit cards are paid to zero, but sometimes I'll put a little bit of a balance on there just to stimulate the score because they want to see utilization. Sometimes I also, sometimes when, again, I have a simulator, which tells me what happens when, um, when certain things are paid off. And sometimes when you pay a credit card to zero, it would actually reduce the credit score. It's kind of crazy, but because it's all about utilization. Yes, Jose, use that mug. Don't abuse it. So I, I believe a few of you guys have questions and I want to get to the questions. Nicole, if you can um, go to the questions, because I want to make sure that I'm answering some questions. And again, I want to make sure that we dig deeper, broke to woke online. We're going to have an online broke to woke training. It's going to be uh, October 21st and you can come online and we're going to dig a lot deeper. And then we're going to have, uh, or if you're in or around Sacramento area, we're going to have the broke to woke series at our, uh, the co-op spot which is my co-working space and event center out in Sacramento. So what about hospital bills that have been sent to collections? Ooh, Vanika, thank you for saying that. In my book, Keeping Score, What You Need to Know to Make Your Credit Score Grow, um, on this latest, uh, this last edition, I had um, written about what happens with um, with uh, with these collections. I, I'd like for you to pick it up um, because there, uh, I think back in, uh, what what year are we? I think in nineteen or two thousand nineteen, two thousand and fifteen. Before one in one in five, um, there were errors on one in five people had errors on their credit report, and there was no accountability. And so, about fifteen uh, attorney generals sued. Um, they sued uh, the fair uh, no the CFPB. God, it's been so long. I actually got to read it in my book because I updated my book about it. And so what ended up happening is they changed the way that we do credit. And so, so, um, so a few things that we used to be able to be reported on credit reports are no longer able to. So if there's not a, uh, like your liens, things like that, those used to be on credit reports, used to drain your credit report. They're no longer, they no longer can report them. But also there was an update with, um, uh, uh, medical collections, a medical collection, like if you go to the hospital and you don't have insurance or sometimes your insurance is slow to pay or something like that, and they'll immediately put it on your credit report. Well, the new law or the the law, the latest law, I mean, it's been a few years since that law was implemented, said that they have six months before they could actually put it on your credit report, number one. And number two, once, once you pay them off, they have to remove it. So there's things that you could do, which like a pay for delete. And I have the letters in my book, Keeping Score what you need to know to make your credit score grow. Um, that will show you how to do a pay for delete to get, get it off. 
Um, also, uh, I have a, a online training program. So cool about this. The great thing about this online training program is called Build Credit to Build Wealth. Um, and I have a workbook to go with that. The beautiful thing about this uh, training program is you take this training and you become a credit expert. So a lot of the people that actually take this training, they actually utilize it and they help other people and they they make extra money helping other people repair their credit. Super cool. So that one, that the online program, uh, Build Credit to Build Wealth, you go to mywealthroadmap.com, mywealthroadmap.com, and you can sign up for that training. And that one is going to give you even more in-depth information. And I have information in there on um, on business credit, how to build your business credit. So if you ever want to learn how to build your business credit, my wealth roadmap uh, training uh, online training program will help you do that. Um, was there another question? I think you had another question up. I'm sorry. What do you think about these companies that say you can add your rental history and your utilities to your credit score? Are these legit? I've been in the same apartment for over seven years. Actually, yes, Linda. Yes. Um, uh, Rental Karma. And there are a few other ones that allow you to. And again, <laughs> that's in the book. Um, they will allow you to add your uh, rental history on your credit report. And it only ha- I think um, it only may be on one or two credit bureaus, but it will enhance your credit score. But remember, you're revolving debt. There's other things that you can do to increase your credit score as well. But adding your rental history onto your uh, your credit is going to be a great, great, great opportunity for you. So I, is it possible to access property equity with a 625? Absolutely, Tanya. Absolutely. So listen, I don't want to be on here very long. I do want to invite you to the Broke to Woke series that I'm going to be doing. It's going to be online. Go to ConstanceCarter.com slash events. And then we're going to get, we're going to dig real, real, real deep. Again, this is my gift to you online in person. If you are in or around the Sacramento area, um, I'm going to be getting real deep on not only helping you with your credit, but helping you uh, create your wealth portfolio, because that's what we do at Catalyst Real Estate Professionals. We don't just help people get into the homes. We help them build their wealth portfolio. So that's what I want you to do. Make sure you go to ConstanceCarter.com slash events. And uh, we're going to sign up for the Broke to Woke. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to talk. We're going to get, we're going to dig real deep. Also, end of uh, October, October 29th, I'm going to be out in Florida with Dr. Boyce Watkins at the All Black National Convention. Um, we're going to be dropping them dimes and dropping the knowledge. And I'm excited. I'm excited to, uh, to, to get to meet a lot of you guys. Hopefully you guys will be out there. Um, I'll be speaking out there. I'll be on a couple of panels out there. So it's going to be a great, brilliant, brilliant conference with a lot of great like-minded people that are just going to be there to serve you. So make sure you sign up for the all black national conference, um, uh, on uh, fly newbie and queen network. Okay. Y'all I appreciate you. If you didn't see the beginning, go ahead and rewind it. Make sure you share, subscribe to the Fly Nubian Queen channel. Subscribe to Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter. I know there are so many more questions and I do want to answer them, but sign up for the Broke to Woke series and I'm going to answer all your questions there. And we're going to get you in position to build wealth, to create a legacy for your children and your children's children. I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you. Yeah, it's CC, CEO. Want to change your life? Come see me, yo. I'm going to teach you how to build up wealth for your family. Not just for yourself. I'm a bestseller, a house flipper, a businesswoman, a gold getter, a big investor, a gold builder. I can teach you to get richer like millions.
savings, baby. You really about to fill your savings. You about to have multiple streams to pass your children, baby. Let me teach you to get your credit on track in the long run. You'll make it all back at Catalyst and watch it all cycle on your black gold.